Historically Thinking's Commonplace Book for July 4th, 2018, a collection of commemorations, birth dates, death dates, paradoxes, coincidences, and quotations found nowhere else. Happy Independence Day to our American listeners. But, just to be contrary, here are some of the other things that happened this day in history. Novus Ordo Secolorum was the motto selected by Secretary to the Continental Congress Charles Thompson, A New Age Now Begins. But there are new things in the heavens as well as in nations. It was on this day in 1054 that Chinese astronomers observed a supernova, which years later is recognized as the discovery of the creation of the Crab Nebula. And on July 4, 1819, the astronomer William Herschel caught the last glimpse of the 1819 comet through his telescope. This extraordinary man was the son of an oboist in a Hanoverian military band. Born in Germany, Wilhelm Herschel emigrated to England when he was 19. He was a musician like his father, a composer of several works, but he became interested in astronomy and in the construction of telescopes. This led him to spend hours upon hours, once 16 hours at a stretch, carefully polishing the metal mirrors necessary for the operation of large reflecting telescopes. With these telescopes of his own creation, he made a series of observations over several decades that seem almost impossible for one man to have done alone. He discovered double stars, the planet Uranus, which he wanted to call the Georgian star, the name didn't stick, the French refused to use it, but he did get a royal pension for it. He discovered two moons of Saturn, two moons of Uranus, the seasonal change of the Martian ice caps, a catalog of 2,400 nebulae, an investigation into the correlation of sunspots and climate, and the discovery of the infrared spectrum. In many of these endeavors, if not most, he was accompanied and assisted, rather say accompanied, by his sister Caroline, whose 50-pound-a-year pension from King George III makes her the first professional female astronomer. Caroline learned from William to polish mirrors and quickly excelled at that craft. She took down William's observations as he shouted them without removing his eye from his telescope. But she was not simply his companion. She had her own research agenda, focused on comets. She discovered or rediscovered eight, and she corrected previous observations on the positions of stars. And after William's death, she continued in her work. She received the gold medal from the Royal Astronomical Society in 1828, the first and only woman to be so honored until 1996. Not surprisingly, in American history, there are numerous consequential political and public announcements and acts made on July 4th. The announcement of the Louisiana Purchase to the public, for example, the creation of Wisconsin Territory in 1836, and then the creation of Iowa Territory from out of Wisconsin Territory in 1838. But there are also a number of athletic records and achievements made this day in racing, boxing, baseball, all sorts of things that took place on 4th of July celebrations, and the first organized rodeo in 1888 in Prescott, Arizona, when a group of businessmen put together cash to award for a cowboy tournament with cowboy contests. But it's also a day for creating educational institutions. The United States Military Academy at West Point was officially opened on July 4th, 1802, and July 4, 1881 marks the official founding of the Tuskegee Institute of Alabama. 
Lewis Adams was the man who, more than any other, made Tuskegee a reality. A former slave, a craftsman, a politician, he was, like many formerly enslaved people, deeply dedicated to education. As part of a deal for African-American votes in the 1880 Alabama election, Adams secured funding for a normal school, a school for teachers, in Tuskegee, Alabama, that would serve the African-American population, not only of the state, but of the South. For its leader, Adams hired Booker T. Washington, then a teacher at Hampton Institute in Hampton, Virginia, in his mid or late 20s. Years later, Washington wrote in his autobiography, Up From Slavery, remembering that first year of Tuskegee. He summed it up in this way. When it is considered that the laying of this cornerstone took place in the heart of the South, in the Black Belt, in the center of that part of our country that was most devoted to slavery, that that time slavery had been abolished only about 16 years, that only 16 years before that no Negro could be taught from books without the teacher receiving the condemnation of the law or of public sentiment. When all this is considered, the scene that was witnessed on that spring day at Tuskegee was a remarkable one. I believe there are few places in the world where it would have taken place. That's Up From Slavery, written by Booker T. Washington, first published in 1901. And that's Commonplace Book for July 4th, 2018. Happy Independence Day, right in the corner where you are. Thank you.